Good evening, this is Bubba Jord with the Bubba Jord Podcast. I am your host, Bubba Jord, of course, and this is the podcast for results. This is the results of WWE SummerSlam and Jim Crockett Promotions Ric Flair's last match event. Um, two tremendous events over the previous weekend. Um, I believe that you have to go into SummerSlam knowing that Vince McMahon's not really booking the show anymore. So we're going to start with SummerSlam because that was Saturday night. So we've got to go into SummerSlam. Hold on, backtrack. If you want to rewatch these events, they are available to rewatch permanently on the WWE Network for SummerSlam and on Fight TV or F-I-T-E for Ric Flair's last match. So, without further ado, without any... Let's just get on with it, shall we? Because there's a lot to get through here. And we're going to go through the matches and the results. Um... Match number one, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Now, Bianca Belair went over, so she won the match. But it's what happened after the match that really baffled a lot of fans. Because Bailey come back. Dakota Kai come back. And she got released. And Io Sky, I believe, the calling her. She's on the main roster as well now. So they've all come, they all come in and Becky Lynch stood shoulder to shoulder with Bianca Belair in one of the best moments ever. Um, match number two. Well, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, I'm going to give her three and a half out of five stars. Logan Paul versus The Miz, match number two. Logan Paul gets it. They went for just a little bit less than Becky and Bianca. But Logan Paul gets it. So does The Miz. Having The Miz and Logan Paul work together was genius. You don't think celebrities are really going to get it all that much. Logan Paul just... Something clicks like that. And he gets He understands the psychological side of wrestling. Not many people do. So Logan Paul defeated The Miz. I'm going to give that a four-star match. And I I know people are like, oh, yeah, Bubba George match ratings don't really count because they're worth crap anyway. But no, this is just my opinion. Everyone likes to go off Dave Meltzer. I don't like to go on Dave Meltzer because Dave Meltzer is a bit like Vince McMahon and dated to hell. Did I give Logan Paul and The Miz a four-star match? Then we've got Bobby Lashley in theory. We all know Theory's game here. Don't bother. Because that match went 4 minutes and 45 seconds. So he was focused on cashing in, thinking that he'd be able to do it. Bobby Lashley, Theory, I'm going to give it 3 stars. Bobby Lashley retains. The Mysterios versus Judgment Day. Now something good happened here. 
Edge come back. Edge is back. He's after Judgment Day. You knew that was coming. The Mysterios beat Judgment Day. This is just... It's a good mid-card match. It's not going to be talked about for years to come. It's just... There. It's a mid-match. And it does what it does. It gets a couple of extra guys on the card. So I'm happy for that. That's a three and a half out of four, five stars. Um... Match number five, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. I enjoyed this match, but I enjoy anything with uh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's another guy. He gets wrestling. He knows how to have a bit of fun in that ring. And that's what you need to see more of. Guys having fun. Guys doing what they do because they want to do it. So seeing Pat McAfee have a laugh, have some fun. Work with Happy Corbin. Because those two did actually be on the... They was actually in the same NFL team. Uh, American football team together. So they have done that before. So they do have history. I give that match. And uh, that, again, that's a three stars out of five. I'm not going to give that one too much. It's just, it's, sort of, it's just there. It's there. It's there for a, a bit of fun. It's there for something. For some of that Happy Corbin to do. So he's on the card, really. Then we've got the Tag Team Champions. Usos versus the Street Profits. I'm probably going to get a lot of stick for this, but I don't buy the Street Profits as a tag team. I think they're good. I think they're entertaining. But they're just sort of like a another rendition of the New Day, in my opinion. And I'm not really too keen on it. Um... I think they could do more. But that also means taking tag titles off of the Usos. Unifying those tag titles really did put the them, the WWE into a sticky situation. In saying that, there's not really a lot of tag teams. There's the Judgment Day and the Mysterios, yeah. But, you know, you should have had Miz and Logan Paul be a tag team still. <gasps> but it's just one of those things, isn't it? I, th- I think Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss could have been a decent tag team. But uh, we're not going to know. I-, I think the Hurt Business should still be together. They could have run roughshod on the bloodline. That could have been a hell of a story. But yeah, those things went over on the Street Profits. Jeff Jarrett was the guest referee here. Jeff Jarrett's a bit of a... He's all over this podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah. Those are both shows. So yeah, the Usos won, kept the tag titles. You knew that was happening. For some reason, the bloodline seemed to run both shows. And I'm okay with that. Nothing wrong with that. Whatsoever. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Come on, guys. You knew. There was no way this match was going to have a clean finish. Um, everyone's sentimental favourite is Liv Morgan. So Ronda Rousey had to become the bad guy. And again, I'm okay with that. Ronda Rousey looks like she wants to eat people. Honestly, you look at Ronda Rousey's stare and she just looks like she wants to eat you. And it's freaking scary. Jesus Christ, it's scary. Liv Morgan won. Not a clean finish. Not what I would expect from a champion. 
But the referee can only call what the referee sees. The referee can't say Liv tapped out if he didn't see Liv tap out. We all know that this is going to be disputed, which is fine. It's a storyline. But Liv Morgan knows. Deep down, she cannot beat Ronda Rousey. So that is going to hang over her title reign. Okay? Liv Morgan cannot beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. How about that for a storyline? You know, Liv, you cannot beat Ronda Rousey. Clean. Then we got Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. This match was absolutely the dog's bollocks. And I'm saying that, honestly, this was absolutely brilliant. Roman come out, that's a normal. Brock comes out. Screw this, I ain't walking to the ring, it's too far away. It's a freaking tractor. Now, I thought, okay, Brock, you brought your tractor. Brought a tractor to the ring. It's fine. Fine, no, 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 no worries. Is Roman Reigns going to use the bucket on that tractor to sort of like hold Brock Lesnar down? Oh, Brock's driving the tra- Brock's driving. Okay, Brock's on the tractor. Brock's just drove the tractor into the freaking ring. This is just the highlights, by the way. Oh, okay, Brock, what, what are you going to do now? The referee's got out the ring because he don't, he's scared. Oh, okay, Brock, now you're going to lift up the ring with said tractor. Are you kidding me? Roman Reigns actually did fall out of the ring. It was funny. Now, we also got, I also got to point out something that I've seen on socials. is Brock Lesnar threw the microphone, Roman Reigns caught it, and we got Brock. This is the best Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match. If you tell someone to watch a Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns match, this is it. This is that match. Okay. Best match going. And then, we head on over and sit back and enjoy our Ric Flair's last match. Pay-per-view bedroom pocket. By Jim Crockett Promotions. This match was. It's an independent. It's an indie super show. Feel like all that was. Um, but Ric Flair's the main focal point. And you know. You're going to get loads of WWE legends. On, all over the show. You know, the Undertaker was there. Mick Foley was there. Um, Jeff Jarrett was there. It was nice to see all these different guys from all these different promotions involved. So, let's get into the match results. Um, Ren, na- some guy named Ren beat you. Yeah, I can't pronounce these names. Are Japanese man? Ren beat Yura by pinfall in the pre-show. Um, and in the second pre-show match, Mark w- Mans- 
Man Sheer Warren, I think that's how it's pronounced, won by last eliminating Bully Ray in the Bunkhouse Battle Royal. I, for one, thought Bully Ray was going to win that Bunkhouse Battle Royal. Anyone else think that? I thought Bully Ray was going to win. And then to open the main card, we had a match that I, I personally wanted to see, and this did not let me down. Oh, did I do match reviews for the last three matches of SummerSlam? Um, Usos match. Four stars. Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey, I give three and a half stars. And Brock Lesnar and Reigns is four and a half. Uh, the first pre-show match on Ric Flair's last match, I give three stars. The Bunkhouse Battle Royal, I enjoyed that, so I'm going to give that a four and a half. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns and Alex Shirt uh, versus the Wolves. I enjoyed that one. I was looking forward to that one myself. And I'm going to give that one a three and a half. Um, Wolves were going in as the bad guys, it seemed. Which I'm happy with that. It's all right. Motor City Machine Guns were always going to be the favourites. So, yeah, that was a, that was a strong... It was TNA's tag team past colliding with its... Past two generations of TNA tag teams, so that was a good, that was a nice little nod to TNA history. I would always book that match. Motor City Machine Guns and the Wolves, book it again and again. I could watch that for days. Killer Cross then faced Davy Boy Smith. Bit upset on the result of this one, guys. Davy Boy should have won, but Killer Cross did. Nevertheless, good match. Those two had a good run. And I'm going to give it a three and a half. Two and a half stars. And then Jonathan Gresham in match five defeated Alan Angel, uh, Kazuki, and Nick Wayne by pinfall. In a four corners match to determine the number one contender for the Progress World Champion. A lot of the matches on this card are really short. You know? Um, This match, I'm going to give it three stars. It's four indie guys fighting for an... To become number one contender for an indie belt. It's not going to be five stars. But that's just a solid placed match. Then you had four horsemen, Brian Pillman and Brock Anderson. I want to see this team in AEW. This is going to be the future. Versus the Rock and Roll Express of Ricky Morton and Kerry Morton. Now, Four Horsemen won. You knew they was going to go over like Rover. Happy with that. I'll take it. Um, Four Horsemen. Solid team. And I want to see them in AEW. Can't say anything against them. And then you had Ray Phoenix win that fatal four-way match. I didn't really watch that one. Not interested in it. The four horsemen match, by the way, got a, gets a three and a half stars. The Ray Phoenix fatal four-way, three stars. Didn't really watch it. Didn't pay attention to it. Not my thing. Josh Alexander versus Jacob Fatu. Ended in a no contest. Sorry guys, you don't get a match rating because there's no finish. I don't like no contests. I was rooting for Jacob Fatu for the record. 
And then you had the Briscoes versus the Von Erics. Great tag team wrestling. These two teams get tag team wrestling. Love to see them in other promotions. Can't wait to see the Von Erics make a really big, big comeback. So that, that again, that's her three and a half stars. And then Jordan Grist defeated Diana Prazza and Rachel Ellering. I was hoping for Rachel Ellering to win this one. Um, tremendous outgrowth. Tremendous showing from the women. Um, three and a half stars. Three and a half stars on this one. Tremendous showing. They did what they set out to do. And that is put on a freaking show. And then you come to the main event. Ric Flair, Andrade El Idolo versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. If you're going to go into this expecting a five-star spectacular, you're going to be let down, okay? This was nowhere near Ric Flair in his prime. I would absolutely take Jay Lethal versus Andrade El Idolo in the future. I'd take that and run with it. But this was not Ric Flair in his prime. This Ric Flair having one last battle and showing the world that he is still the man. And obviously Ric Flair was getting the deciding fall with a figure four leg lock. Tony Khan calling the match. It's just what it goes. That was amazing. It was a, it was a good match. I'm, I'm going to give it a four and a half stars. But don't go in expecting this five-star WrestleMania performance. Because you're not going to get it. Yes, Ric Flair was slow. Ric Flair was showing his age. He's 70 year old. But he still went out there. He's still done it. And he gets a lot of respect for that. We had a good weekend of wrestling. We've got to move on to Clash. Clash at the Castle. That's coming up. I'm going to be there. I'm hopefully going to be doing some live podcasting from there. So you'll get the highlights. At least. The highlights. You'll get something. You'll get to hear it. You will get to hear me at Clash of the Castle. And I'm looking forward to it. For now. Thank you for listening. And I'm going to try and get my brother to come on. And see if he wants to do some podcasting with me. Because I think I need a co-host. And if we can do it, then we'll do it. SummerSlam overall show gets a four stars. And the Ric Flair last match overall show, that gets a four stars as well. Both have moments I didn't like. Both have moments I thoroughly enjoyed. Anyway, that was my opinion on the weekend's wrestling. I have been Baba Jord, and I will hear you, or you will hear me in the next one. This is Baba Jord saying thank you, and God bless you, and I will entertain you next week with the return of the Bubcast. Thank you, and good night, and God bless.